Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 192, my simple method for making a decision. So I wanted to dive into this topic because I feel like there is definitely decision fatigue amongst many business owners, amongst driven people, amongst people who have lots and lots of choice. And obviously, it's an incredible thing to have choice, but sometimes there is such a thing as too much. And most of us don't actually know how to trust ourselves enough to make the right decision. I know for me, there are tons of decisions on a daily basis, from personal decisions to business decisions. Truly, across the board, it feels like decision after decision after decision. So you may be wondering, what are you to do? How are you supposed to actually know how to make decisions? Today's episode is designed for you if that is something that is on your heart and a question that comes up regularly. I'm actually going to give you my own methodology for making decisions, and it's a way where you can really tap into what it is that you actually want and release all the stuff that's making it so challenging to actually get to that decision, get to that yes or no in the first place. So let's dive in. This episode was sponsored by the I Heart My Life Mastermind. The I Heart My Life Mastermind is perfect for you if you already have a business and you're looking to scale. We cover tons of different topics. We cover marketing strategy, revenue planning, team processes, everything you need in terms of mindset, high performance, really taking care of yourself as well as your business, events, publicity. We literally have seven coaches under one umbrella to support you and give you the answers to all of your burning questions. We host regular weekly workshops where you get your personal questions answered. We have retreats. You have a private Slack channel where you get to ask questions 24-7. You have an extensive resource bank that helps you put in place our cash method in your own business and much, much more. This is one of the most inventive programs around. I don't know anyone else offering the service that we provide. So if you are interested in growing your business and transforming your life, definitely book a call with us to learn more. Go to iheartmylifebooking.com and learn more about the I Heart My Life Mastermind. So most people find that one moment they're excited about an opportunity and then the next moment they're freaking out, avoiding their email, ghosting the person who offered it to them in the first place, (laughs) avoiding friends and family, not able to sleep, not able to eat, all the things that come with making decisions. Obviously, there are different levels of decisions. There are very important decisions that might be life-altering, and then there are decisions that maybe don't matter as much, like where where you're going to go to dinner, what you're going to eat for dinner, or what you're going to wear that day. And it, for me at least, it becomes quite debilitating when I'm unable to get to a yes or a no. And that place of limbo is not a place that anyone wants to be in. And this is also an important conversation for those of you who may do sales calls because it's a technique and method that you can really utilize with your clients in addition to utilizing it with yourself. But we have to first get really good at making decisions for ourselves before we can help others to be able to get to that yes or no. So the truth is decision fatigue is truly real, but it does not have to be you can become an expert at listening to your heart and making quick decisions that end up serving you and your ultimate goal. And here's the thing. We just want to know what action to take. We want to know what steps to take. And we can't take any action if we are stuck in that place of limbo. 
There's an incredible quote by Napoleon Hill from the, um, the book Think and Grow Rich. And he says, successful people make decisions quickly as soon as all the facts are available and change them very slowly, if ever. Unsuccessful people make decisions very slowly and change them often and quickly. Now, one of the things that I think is so important here, it's not necessarily the speed of which you make decisions, but it's the fact that you are actually making decisions and that there's an element of trust with yourself. That's why you're successful. So there's a million different ways that you could, for example, go from New York to California, and there isn't one that's right. Maybe there's one that's faster at the time. There isn't one that's right. They're all going to get you there. And so we're not saying that one decision is better than the other. It's just that a decision leads to action and it demonstrates that you have trust in what you're doing. Sometimes that means we're 100% in trust. Sometimes that means we're 80%. But regardless, you've made a decision and you've taken that step to either move forward or maybe to not move forward, right? So, but you're not standing still. You're not in that place of limbo. That's what I want to make really, really clear for people. So the issue here for most people is that they don't trust themselves when it comes to decision-making, and they worry about what's going to happen if they make the wrong decision, what is that going to mean for them in their lives, what is the ripple effect going to be. And one of the cool things that you can do is really start to train your mind to know that there actually isn't any such thing as a wrong decision. I know that might sound really crazy, but we can all think back to certain times where it felt like nothing was working, it felt like things weren't happening, or maybe you experienced a challenge or a trauma, and ultimately you didn't know why that was happening, you felt like it was a negative thing, but in the end, you were able to turn it into a positive, you were able to utilize it. I'll give you an example. I turned the car around and did not go to Northwestern and go to graduate school as I had planned, and I entered into a major quarter-life crisis. A lot of people in that moment where I still didn't have things figured out could have said that that was the wrong decision, but at least I actually made a decision and I followed my heart, which is what we're going to get to in a second. The worst thing you can do is to be in that place of stuck stuck between the yes and the no. And so that's what we're looking to eradicate here today. So one of the things I want you to really understand is that most indecision does come down to a lack of trust with yourself. So let's really look at that first and foremost. I'm going to give you a few examples throughout this episode that will hopefully help you really understand this concept, understand the methodology, and get clearer on your own decision making. So let's look at making um, an investment. I'm going to give you a simple example from our business. We have people all the time making decisions as to whether they want to work with us or not within our coaching programs. So a lot of people will say that they don't have the money, they don't have the time, they don't know if they can do it. But what all of those excuses really come down to is a lack of trust with themselves. They don't trust themselves to make the money back. They don't trust themselves to follow through on the commitment and actually show up and do the work. They don't believe in themselves or trust themselves enough to put themselves out there. They don't trust that they're going to be successful. And so when you're experiencing that emotion and you're experiencing that doubt, it can be very powerful and can ma- it can make it very challenging to actually get to the root of what you actually want. The fear and all of the worry and the doubt and the confusion, it overtakes everything that we want. And so it makes it so that the desire kind of subsides. It covers the desire and we can't get to the core of what we actually want. So the faster you develop a trusting relationship with yourself, the quicker you're going to get results that you want. 
Let me go back to my example of turning the car around. When I first did that, that was one of the first times that I really did follow my heart. But after that, when I started to see that, hey, when I follow my heart, good things happen, you better believe that it was much easier for me to trust myself and not give in to the doubt and the fear and the worry. So it definitely takes practice. And you can practice doing this with really simple things. Maybe tonight when you're thinking about where you want to go for dinner or what you want to make for dinner, you literally just tune in and listen to your intuition and you trust the guidance that you're being given and you make that thing or you go to that restaurant and you see how it turns out. I have a friend who is really into um, intuitive eating. And so she'll actually visualize what it is that she wants to experience after a meal, how she wants to feel, and then she'll tune in to what actual item, what 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 meal, what type of food is going to get her that result, which I think is super interesting. Now, one of the other concepts I want you to really think about is the fact that our truth is really in our desires. And so unless we get, unless we clear out all the doubt, the fear, the worries, the confusion, which by the way, are what the subconscious uses to keep us stuck, we're not going to get to the root of what we actually want. And our desire actually is the compass towards our purpose. Desire is leading us down the path that we're meant to be on. It's leading us to our next big breakthrough. It's leading us to becoming who we're actually meant to be. And yet again, we're ruled by things like fear, doubt, and worry, which cause desire to take a back seat. And there's truly no way to develop trust with yourself if you're allowing fear, doubt, and worry to run the show, because that means that you're not in control. Think about it like this. You have your subconscious mind that's literally in the driver's seat and you're in the passenger seat or even worse in the back seat. You're not in control of your life. And we all know that unless your life is truly at risk, operating from a place of fear is not actually going to do anything for you. It's going to create setbacks. It's going to create um, it's going to create challenges. It's going to create delays. It's going to create a lack of happiness in your life because you're not actually living based on what you want. And expansion and growth don't happen if you're operating from a place of fear. You will remain in the same place and stuck. Okay. So here's the methodology that I want to share with you today. It's really simple. And it's basically um, based around me asking myself a series of questions so I can get to the root of what I actually want. So again, I'm going to share a little bit more um, about this person who wants to make the investment. Let's continue with that example because it's a really easy one. And I've had this in my own life. I remember in the very beginning of building my business, there were many times where I wanted to work with coaches or be a part of masterminds or programs. And the investment felt scary. It felt heavy. It felt Like I didn't know if I could do it. And so I would go back and forth in my mind about what it was that I wanted. Same thing today, you know, with other examples, there are times where I'm making a decision in business and I have to really be able to remove that fear and doubt in order to get to the root of what it is that I actually want. Okay. So in terms of the investment example, let's just say that you are thinking about investing and working with a coach or being a part of a program, something like that. Okay. And at first, you're really excited about it. You have the conversation, you get on the call, you get all the information, and then you start to think about the money and you start to worry about the investment. Now, that's when the fear starts to cover the desire. And so now we're really anxious, we're nervous, we can't actually feel feel that desire that we initially felt, that thing that really pulled us 
and caused us to book the call in the first place, right? You booked the call. There was a reason something encouraged you to reach out. But now all you fear is feel is fear. I've even seen people when we're in person and we're selling, I've seen people shaking because they're so nervous about their decision. And I've experienced that same thing, maybe not that extreme, but I've experienced that that place of limbo, not knowing what I should do. So in those moments, I identify what the fear is that's coming up. So for example, in this example, it would be the money, the fear of spending the money. Okay. So what we want to do is we want to be able to remove that fear and get to the root of what we actually want. So I ask myself a simple question. If I had $1 million sitting in the bank, what would I do in this moment? Now, obviously, you can fill in the blank with any number that feels expansive for you. Maybe it's a million, maybe it's 100,000, maybe it's 10 million. It doesn't matter. Just think about an abundant number. If you had that money sitting in the bank, what decision would you make? And immediately, I hope you can see that that removes the fear and helps me get to the actual answer, the thing that I want to do, the desire. Okay. Now, more often than that, more often than not, My desire was to work with the person or be a part of the mastermind. Sometimes it was actually a no, and that can happen. Maybe you you ask this question and you realize, you know what? It's not actually my desire to stay in the hotel or buy the house or invest in the program. I actually don't want to spend the money. It's not in alignment. And I just had a fear of missing out, right? That could be a true fear that's coming up for you that's causing you to think you should say yes, but it's not actually a true desire. We see this many times. People think, hey, I do want to start a business, but the reality is they think they should, and they're not actually willing to do what it takes to get their business off the ground, and that's okay. I'd rather you be clear about what it is that you want and don't want than pretend or get yourself into action that doesn't actually feel aligned and isn't actually in service to your dream and your vision. Let's look at another example. Maybe you want to start a business or write a book or become a speaker and you're feeling muddled or uncertain about the decision. So a lot of people suffer from this fear of not being good enough. So here's another question you can ask yourself if you're going to remove that fear and worry. You can ask yourself, if I were guaranteed to be successful as an author, coach, speaker, or business owner, again, you fill in the blank based on what it is you want to achieve, would I go for it? If this thing was guaranteed to be successful, would I go for it? Now, you want to be careful here because we don't want to do something just for the accolades or for the success. We want to make sure that this is in alignment with your vision. It is part of your dream. But sometimes there's so much fear wrapped around the vision because we're worried about it not being successful that we gravitate towards the thing that we think will be successful because someone else has made it happen. Someone else has sold the course or run the group program, but it's not actually the thing that we want. So it's really important that you remove all of those blocks and you really get yourself to the root of what it is that you desire. So really play with it. Ask yourself, if I was guaranteed to be successful, and you can leave this open-ended, if I was guaranteed to be successful, if this business was guaranteed to work, what would I sell? What would I put out into the world? What would I do? How would I spend my time on a regular basis? Because we do get so inundated with different opportunities. We get inundated with different ways of doing things. There's a million different ways that you could do things. There's a million different ways that you could be successful. Just like that drive from New York to California, there's a million different routes. 
So your job is to get crystal clear about which route, which path, which decision feels aligned for you. And by removing some of these doubts, fears, and worries and the confusion, we can get to what that actually is. And then, of course, there's one key step that we have to take after this. The goal is obviously to take action. The goal is to get yourself into forward motion, whatever that may be. Sometimes the action is saying no. Sometimes the action is not moving forward with the dream, but pivoting and going in a different direction. Sometimes the action is saying yes. We're going to get to the root of what the desire is, and then we're going to take a step in one direction. We're not going to stand still. Remember, that's what the subconscious wants. The subconscious wants us to stand still and not actually take any sort of action, which is why it throws confusion into the mix. So for my example, working with a coach, signing up for a mastermind, obviously it wasn't enough for me to be clear about the desire and then just not do anything. I had to practice trusting myself enough to follow the desire, follow my heart, and actually take the action to take the leap. I had to trust that I'd show up for every coaching session. I had to trust that I'd put in the effort and make the money back and much, much more, and then actually show up and do the work. Fear, doubt, and worry win when you don't take action. I want you to understand that. Write that down. Fear, doubt, and worry win when you don't take action. So in order to develop trust with yourself, you must take some sort of action. Again, sometimes it's saying yes, sometimes it's saying no. But we want to make that decision and take that action step. So I want you to practice this this week. Start with something small like the restaurant you want to go to or what you want to wear or what sort of exercise you want to do and start to trust yourself. And when you find yourself going into overwhelm, whether it's during that example or something else, really practice identifying, okay, what is the thing here that is causing me to go into overwhelm? Is it worry? Is it doubt? Is it confusion? Is it fear? Is it lies? Is it other problems? What is it that's coming up for me right now that's holding me back from making a decision in this moment? Now, how do I identify that thing and then remove it from the scenario, envision my perfect scenario where I have all the money in the bank, I have all the time in the world, I have all the support that I need, I'm guaranteed to be successful. If that's the scenario, then what is my decision here? And then you get clear and you take the action. It's super simple and it works every time. I'm so excited to hear how you apply this to your life. Definitely send us a message. You can email me at info at iheartmylife.com. You can um, comment on our blog. Just get into some sort of action and practice with this methodology. And I know things will completely change for you. You'll get out of that place of indecision limbo where it feels like time stands still. (laughs) You're super frustrated with yourself. And you'll get into motion and start to live a life based on your desires, which, by the way, is where all the good stuff starts and comes from. I hope you love today's episode. It's such an important topic of conversation. If you know somebody who needs all this information, definitely send it their way. We would love to have more people following the I Heart My Life show and getting incredible value from these episodes. And thank you so much for being a listener of the show. We really appreciate you and wish you all the best in the coming days and weeks. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. 
take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.